Welcome to So What Sustainability, a podcast series by Apricot Consulting. I'm your host, James McHugh, one of the leaders in the corporate social impact team. In this series, we explore leading trends and provide practical advice about environmental, social and governance issues and opportunities facing business and society. The G in ESG, governance, perhaps doesn't get the same attention as the environmental and social dimensions in ESG. Yet strong governance will likely underpin any long-term substantial value that is created through your ESG practices. Strong governance practice can enhance sustainability, minimise risk and promote positive impacts on stakeholders. One of the ways companies are strengthening their governance is by becoming B Corp certified. B Corp certification is awarded to for-profit companies that meet certain standards of social and environmental performance, accountability and transparency. So today I'm joined by Alex Graham, Head of Environmental, Social and Governance at MoneyMe. Alex has helped MoneyMe build its ESG framework from the ground up over the past two years. ESG is now a key strategic priority for the business and environmental and social impact is even reflected in the group's constitution. MoneyMe continues to strengthen their governance practices, including through seeking B Corp certification. So welcome, Alex. Thank you for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. Great to be here. Um, Alex, firstly, uh, for our listeners who don't know about MoneyMe, maybe just tell us a little bit more about uh, your company. Yeah, sure. So MoneyMe is a digital non-bank lender. Uh, so basically, we challenge the traditional ways of credit with digital first experiences and innovation. Uh, and our mission is to be the number one challenger to the banks. And I think most customers probably choose MoneyMe because they, they want the traditional credit products, but they want it made simple, quick, easy, um, and with great customer experience. So that's what we're trying to do. Um, Alex, why is a company like MoneyMe so committed to improving ESG? I'd say first and foremost, um, we genuinely care about understanding and improving our environmental and social impact. Uh, this isn't something that's just kind of nice to have. Uh, we want to create meaningful, long-lasting, positive impact, which I think, to be honest, is crucial for any company trying to build something valuable in this space. Step one should be acknowledging that you have a role to play, uh, that you have to prioritize and genuinely care about making a difference. And then from there, you can start embedding it into the business, which is where the governance of ESG becomes so important. Um, of course, we also, we also acknowledge that being a strong sustainability performer brings a whole lot of other benefits. So including you know, a competitive advantage as customers are looking for sustainable companies. Um, so attracting, retaining, customers, but also employees and investors. There's cost reductions and profitability and obviously a social license to operate and more. So just it also makes good business sense um, to prioritise ESG. The focus for today's discussion in particular is on the G. So Alex, what does good governance mean at MoneyMe? It uh, means for us, it probably there's two ways to look at it uh, in terms of governance. There's the good governance practices and principles, which is 
your usual kind of business ethics, your board independence and diversity, transparency, all those kind of things, which is what governance often refers to. But our second element um, is that we we look at governance as a way to integrate environmental and social impact into the core of the business uh, and into the existing governance framework. And it's this second element, um, which is why we think, you know, ESG should be ESG and, and is no longer corporate social responsibility um, in order to actually have the meaningful and positive impact in this space that you want to have, ESG has to be embedded into the, into the core of the business. It can't be something that operates as a silo um, outside normal business operations. Otherwise, you know, you run the risk of it becoming something you just pay lip service to. Um, and clearly this is a big issue given the number of claims we're seeing around greenwashing, um, which is why governance is so crucial for us in, to be honest, is probably, you know, the most important part in some measure because it sets the foundation for everything else. If it's set up right, you can have the, you know, the rigor, the transparency, the accountability for the environmental and social impact that you want to have because it's grounded in, in something that's, you know, deeper in the business. One of the ways you've embedded environmental and social impacts into the business is by making some changes to your constitution. Uh, what did this involve for Money Me? Uh, it was a long process, so it took us over over twelve months to do it. Um, but basically, in November last year at our AGM, uh, we had greater than ninety eight percent of our shareholders vote in favour of adding two clauses to our constitution. One that states that the purpose of the business is to deliver returns to shareholders whilst having an overall positive impact on society and the environment. And the second clause was that directors and officers have a responsibility to consider the impact of their decisions on a range of ESG-related stakeholders. So that in, includes employees, customers, suppliers, community, and the environment. And the reason that it's such a big deal for a business like us, because we're listed, is that your constitution is effectively your public contract between uh, the company and its shareholders. It is the governing document of the of the organization, which means that it informs all the kind of business decisioning that we do. Um, and it brings a whole lot of accountability and transparency, right? Like particularly for, for our directors, um, it's in, you know, it's in that public document that we said we're gonna we're gonna consider these things. So we we definitely have to. And it's a challenging thing to to do as well. And it's a reason that it took quite a while for us to get there, is you need greater than 75% of shareholders to vote in favour for that because it is a constitution change. You need to pass it through a special resolution. Um, and for a lot of other companies, I think that's just too hard to do. Um, maybe it's a matter of not necessarily caring as deeply about environmental and social impact as, as you need to, uh, but you also need your shareholders to, to back you up and care about it as well, uh, which is a big call. Um, if we had more organisations make this kind of change, I think the impact you'd see overnight would be massive for the for people and and the planet, uh, particularly things like you know the Paris Agreement. If you had that legally binding constitutional agreement that you're going to prioritise the environment, you'd have to make some pretty radical changes uh, for some of those businesses. Um, and that's that's why we have it right. We welcome that accountability. We we welcome that transparency, and we put it there because we want uh, ESG to remain a priority no matter what. And Alex, it's clearly quite a process uh, that you've been on, takes 
takes some time and and it's a you've got to get a lot of people on board to to get it across the line so we want to we want to see impact we want to see results right um maybe if you could tell us a little bit more about the impact that you have seen um even to date so far sure so um well the whole point of it is that it's meant to go across the whole organization so i mean there's a hundred little things that have happened um if i if i was to point at maybe one of the bigger things particularly from a governance lens is that um we now have at all board meetings all committee meetings and senior management meetings there is a standing item in that meeting that we consider back through the meeting we've had and we think about the decisions we've made and we think how does this impact that range of stakeholders we have in our constitution and if there is a case that we think that it's having a you know a notable negative impact on one of these stakeholders we go back and we consider it and we think about it again so it's putting it's putting these considerations in the boardroom which you know it's not just a nice to have thing you know we now have to think about it every time which you know what and that's the that's the most important part if people are if people are required to do it if they you know there's accountability to it then you start to see change flow throughout the whole organization um, it also it also has helped us with our b corp certification uh, process and application as well it's a crucial part of that um so it's really sprung um, a lot of attention to B Corp and us progressing that application too. And I'm, I'm glad you've raised B Corp certification because as we mentioned in the introduction of this podcast, it is one of the ways for-profit businesses can strengthen their governance practices. So why has Money Me uh, decided to go down this path? So there was a number of reasons uh, that we looked at B Corp. I think probably the main reason goes back to that first principle that we're determined to do the right thing. We genuinely care. We want to do the right thing by our customers, our employees, community, and the environment. Um, and what the B Corp framework provides is a way to measure and improve and report on that positive impact in a way that's understandable, it's verifiable, it's recognizable to all of our kind of stakeholders. So particularly in Australia, where at the moment that we don't have any regulation around ESG disclosures and what's mandatory. Um, what this provides then is a way for us to be quite tangible around our impact. And we can point to something and say, no, we know we're making progress in this area and that area because we're doing this assessment and we're telling you, you know, what's involved in that. Um, and B Corp certification is an, you know, internationally recognized, it's well-renowned, uh, provides coverage across the full ESG spectrum. It's not like, I mean, if you're doing something like a TCFD disclosure, that's obviously very much climate risk related. This is the full spectrum of your um, ESG impact. Uh, it's very specific. It's quantitative. Um, and it and if you eventually seek that certification, you basically, your, your um, impact score gets verified. So B Corp come and they effectively run that verification runner, almost a, a mini audit on the responses to, to ensure that you're actually doing what you say you're doing. Um, and so you talk to the value of B Corp and, and there's clearly a lot of value in becoming B Corp certified for Money Me. Um, maybe if you can quickly just talk to a bit of the process to becoming B Corp certified. Yeah, of course. Um, so I, I should also say we haven't finished this process yet. Mm. Uh, we're in the verification stage so which is right at the end of the kind of process so we're hoping to be certified in the coming 
three to six months, fingers crossed. But it is a it is a long road, so uh, we have come come a fair way. There's key. Th- uh, sorry, there's three key requirements um, that you really need to meet to become B Corp certified, and they're kind of bundled up under performance, which is one transparency, and then the third is accountability. So performance speaks to your actual impact, and B Corp have got this pretty amazing uh, impact assessment. It's called the B impact assessment, which allows you to measure your impact across um, the kind of the realm of of ESG. It allows you to improve it, set targets. And basically, if you want to become B Corp certified, uh, the first step is to get above 80 on this impact measurement tool. 80 is the score, um, which is not an easy thing to do. So when we first did our application, or sorry, when we first did our assessment about almost two years ago now, we were at about 45. Uh, so we had a fair way, way to go. And our most recent one, I believe we were around 95. Um, so now well above that. And that's a self-assessed score because we haven't had it verified yet, but we're well above that threshold of 80. The second part, transparency, is about publishing that score. Um, and you do that once you're, you're certified. The requirement is that you actually make that information available um, to whoever wants to see it. And then the third part is accountability. And it depends on the nature of your business. But for someone like MoneyMe, for a listed company, this is where the constitution change comes in. Basically, you have to adopt some sort of legal um, accountability um, to, to then get the, the full certification. And the whole process can take, you know, from the starting your first impact assessment through to certification can take years, as it is in our case. We are maybe... Um, one of the bigger or slightly more complicated businesses uh, seeking certification. Um, but for whoever you are or whatever business you have, it is, it's designed to meant to be difficult because you're meant to make real change in order to be able to, to receive that certification, which again is one of the reasons we were so attracted to it, right? It's, it's rigor. It's a, so far from greenwashing. Um, so it's kind of ticking all those boxes when, there isn't a lot out there yet adopted in Australia in terms of um, best practice uh, disclosure of standards or regulations. So this gives us something really tangible to to point to. Well, we're just about out of time, uh, Alex, today in our discussion, but thank you again for joining us. A couple of things that I'm taking away from our conversation. Firstly, it can't be understated the important role that governance plays in providing rigour and transparency to our social and environmental impacts. Uh, secondly, that B Corp certification is a fixed point that we have currently uh, to mitigate against greenwashing. Uh, it provides a level of rigour uh, and transparency to be able to demonstrate value uh, authentically. And finally, that constitutional change is a way that businesses can ensure that the longevity of their ESG is maintained. Uh, so thank you again, Alex, for joining us. To our listeners, please be sure to check out Money Me's sustainability section on their website, and we'll provide a link in the notes. Uh, for more information about Apricot Consulting, please visit our website and subscribe to this podcast series. You can also follow me, James McHugh, on LinkedIn. So thanks for joining us again on So What Sustainability. 